Hey, Yanis, you know, when it comes to supply chain security, particularly with CTPAT, it seems that training, training your employees and, and training all your workers is becoming more and more of a higher priority. Yes, Dave, I think that's definitely true. And, and going in with customs, uh, new goals and, and, and criteria for the program going forward, training is one of the hottest areas. They really want to make sure that all uh, the staff and everyone is aware of the security criteria. It seems like they've also tried to focus more on what they call specialized training, not just kind of general overview stuff, but really focusing on some of those core employees and things that they need to do specifically. Right, exactly. I think that's also one of the biggest focuses, doing those more specialized training and targeted training to really um, create that specific criteria for those groups. And one of those areas, certainly, we would all argue in terms of supply chain would be the shipping receiving. Yes, shipping receiving area is, is one of the most critical points of your supply chain. Welcome to the Master's Method podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Master's Method podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. And joining me on our podcast today is our good friend, Denise Sandez. Hi, Denise. Hi, Steve. I'm the Trade Compliance Manager here at Scissor Group, and I've been working with supply chain security for the past 10 years. I'm excited to be here and be able to talk to you about this topic. Well, today's topic on supply chain security, what we're going to focus on is security and threat awareness training, specifically for shipping and receiving. Now, in this topic, we're going to talk about a number of things, but the first thing is the importance of having a program to train your shipping and receiving employees on their different areas of responsibility, and also what your training should basically cover, kind of what we'll talk about today. So, so Yanise, when you think about this, why is it so important to train your employees, particularly when we talk about the shipping and receiving people? Right. Why is that so critical? Well, first of all, uh, this is part of the CTPAT program. It's, a, it's part of your CTPAT program requirement is that your shipping and receiving staff must be trained on the criteria. But ultimately, it's one of the most critical points of your supply chain. It's really where that cargo is being loaded um, uh, or, or unloaded. So you really want to create that secure environment. You want to protect your cargo. You even want to prevent your cargo from theft or tampering. So there's just some of the things on why you really need to establish this training for your staff. So basically, this is one of those points you're right. I mean, the cargo is either coming in, mm -hmm. and we want to make sure, of course, it's secured, it's been inspected and monitored properly, or it's being loaded up and going out. out. Uh, that's also a very sensitive point. So certainly... Shipping and receiving, I think we would argue, is probably one of the more sensitive areas it is. It when is. it comes to your overall supply chain. Because if something goes wrong on the shipping and receiving portion, could it impacts really everything. Com could impact everything. Um, some of the other reasons, of course, you would want to do this. Obviously, you talk about it's going to really secure your cargo. Yes. That's another benefit. What are some of the other benefits? Yeah, it's going to secure your cargo. You're also going to make sure that it is safe throughout the entire supply chain. You can also validate that there is no um, suspicious cargo or activity um, related to that. 
So again, that'll not only secure your cargo, but also your facility. It'll bring confidence to whoever your customers are that you have a, a secure location where those products are being loaded or unloaded. Also prevent any, any cargo theft or tampering because if there was any theft or tampering with your cargo, you'd be able to see it during this part of the process. Exactly. Uh, things are coming in, whether there's any shortages or overages or if it's going out and the cargo looks a little, like you said, suspicious or unusual, that's a great opportunity to be able to catch it at that point. And if the people are properly trained, then supposedly they can catch that. Exactly, and and exa- that's one of the biggest points is you establish processes and controls, and the only way to really carry that out is through training and constantly be training your staff so that they are meeting all those expectations and processes. So if you were to establish a training program, like you said, you need to do this ongoing. It's yes. not a one-time no, thing. No, it's not. Uh, even Customs talks about that, that you don't train just once. You have to have ongoing refresher Trainings right. and those trainings have to be well documented. So, talking about some of the things that a good training program would include, um, what would some of those uh, areas be that you'd focus on? Yeah, to start? especially for this uh, specialized training on shipping receiving area, one of the first areas that you really want to make sure is that you cover is ensuring and maintaining that secure area, maintaining a secure shipping and receiving area. So you really want to convey that to your employees through this training, making sure that only designated employees have access to those areas. If there's someone that does not seem to be uh, working in that area, you need to confront them and make sure that they are in their area of responsibility. So your, your, your recommendation is, is, and I know we talked about this before in, in creating more of, of, a, of a secure location, is you'd like to make sure that the shipping and receiving area is somewhat isolated out yes, and I- secured independently. So you want to train those employees on how to maintain that. That if yes. somebody comes in that area that doesn't belong, mm-hmm. uh, challenge them and, yes. and get them out of that area because you want to make sure that only the people in that area belong in that area. We've talked about it before with uniforms, right. uh, possibly color-coded vests, special hats, so you could quickly and easily identify who belongs, who doesn't. Um, I think we've talked even about fencing. Yes, fencing the area, right? So there's some limitation from all the other departments or people that may just be coming in and out. So you really want to segregate that and communicate that expectation to your employees so they can help create that uh, culture of of security within that area. Because I think that is really important, certainly um, in in the training. Um, So so as a shipping and receiving person – some of the other areas of responsibilities that you'd, that you'd focus on. Yeah, well, then you would really get into the shipping and receiving specific practices, the controls within how you're receiving those goods, how are you shipping those goods. And it comes down to really the integrity of the data and documentation, making sure that it's matching the, the, the documentation with the product that you're actually handling, um, making sure that the uh, product is properly inspected, that there's nothing unusual that shouldn't be going there, uh, making sure that it's properly labeled, sealed and whatnot so so basically number one looking at the documentation yes. making sure everything matches nothing's anomalous obviously like you said learning and teaching them how to inspect merchandise and yes, cargo that's important looking for anomalies or suspicious packages or right. things that really don't match what they're actually shipping exactly. um, because typically shipping personnel or receiving personnel should kind of have expectations yeah. Of, you know, this is what we're receiving. This is what it should look like. Mm-hmm. This is what it should be versus 
what is this? What is this? Exactly. So that's something that you really do achieve through training and constant training and reminding them of the expectations. Also, so very important is the equipment inspection. So that's your conveyance, your container, your trailer. Uh, where are you uh, loading that cargo into or where are you offloading it from? So that's where it comes in, the 17-point inspection. How to inspect How to that, inspect that, that container for all those, yes. those things. Yes. And also seal control. So if you're receiving cargo that has a seal, high security seal, you want to make sure that you have a good verification process, making sure that seal is intact. Or even if you're placing a seal, making sure that it's meeting the criteria, that you're properly uh, placing it and verifying it. So teaching them. So we talk about equipment inspection, seal control practices. And I know one of the newest practices yes. that Customs has just come up with, it's actually been a a, a requirement for a long time, but now it's become a major part of CTPAT, and 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 what is that now? The well, now thing. the latest thing is keeping an eye and incorporating into your process agricultural and pest inspection. So that, in addition to the integrity of the conveyance, you now want to make sure that there is no any signs of pests or contamination, not only in your cargo, but also in the conveyance where you're going to be loading your cargo. So making sure that no debris or insects or seeds or anything is part of that No shipment. plant material, no dirt, no anything. Um, and you're right, particularly on the shipping side of this, right. you want to make sure that your cargo is clean, your pallets are clean, the conveyance that you're yes. going to load in is clean. And then even if you were to offload and Likewise, you found certain yeah. things, you'd want to be able to isolate that out. Right. And that's become a critical part of CTPAD. Yes. In fact, now with the new requirements, that is now a major requirement it is. Uh, to have a program. So you would definitely want to want to include that. Uh, so what would be some of the final things that you would definitely train them on? So you train them on that. What's kind of the last thing? Well, the, la the last on? thing and that customs is also enforcing that uh, enforcing this is reporting and escalation. So now that you know what your processes are and what what is acceptable and not acceptable, you need to establish a process on how to report anything that looks anomalous or that doesn't look. So they right. find something. What do they what do, do they do with it? Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, so you definitely have to incorporate that, either escalate it to a supervisor, a manager, sh stop the shipping receiving practice that they're doing at the time, hold the shipment until it gets further investigated, and then do an internal decision on how to proceed. But that process needs to be documented and shared throughout. So you want to be steps. clear that if this happens, do this. Right. If that happens, do this. And they have to be clear on what those examples might be because right. a lot of things could certainly come up. <clears throat> so some of the next steps, certainly you want to make sure you establish a good um, training program for all your shipping and receiving employees, and it should definitely be going ongoing, yes. not just once <clears throat> ongoing. It needs to be well documented, too. you got to create logs, yes. who was trained, uh, when they were trained. Um, also, we'd recommend that you design a procedure that's going to be maintainable, implementable, easy to use, and you got to be able to audit it. you got to go in there and audit it and Test it. And test it that your process is being followed. Or actually working. They do expect that. So those are some of the next steps. You're going to develop a program. You really want to make sure it's a sustainable, maintainable yes. program uh, and keeps working. So I think some of the things we did talk about today, and it is really, really important, is you need to train your employees. It is very, very important, and particularly this more specialized training yes. when we talk about shipping and receiving personnel is really, really critical. You also want to set up a good procedure and a good process and, and really build it 
and sustain it and maintain it. I think that's really important. Yeah, and also uh, maintain it, as you said, and update it with any new requirements, any new improvements. So always maintain that training program. Well, I think we covered some good information today, so I want to thank everyone. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on the Master's Method Podcast, and I want to thank you, Eunice, for sharing your recommendations. Well, Bye-bye, everyone. You, Steve. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Master's Method Podcast. Zisser Customs Law Group is a full-service international trade law firm and a global leader in international trade compliance training. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.